Good afternoon, beautiful people. This is Pastor Tommy Hayes. Welcome to the Awaken to Destiny podcast. This podcast is a podcast that is all about the destiny and the plan that the Lord had for you from the foundation of the earth and to give the revelation to the blueprint for you to walk out that plan successfully until you stand before him and hear him say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Today, uh, today's podcast is a, is a, is, is a, is on a subject that the Lord has placed on my heart. And, and the subject that he placed on my heart is when it comes to integrity and truth, do you have a price that will cause you to compromise that truth? So the title of the, the, the podcast is, do you have a price? Is there a price? And, and let, let's, let's, let's know this, that we're living in times now where there is no different from any other time that we've lived in, that, that, that other people have lived in on the face of the earth. The enemy has always been, let me say this, he's always been a defeated foe, but he's always looking to defeat the Lord's people. He's always looking to penetrate the wall of truth. You know, um, the Bible says that in the latter days of the kingdom, um, this, it says this in Isaiah 2.1, that all avenues were run into the house of the Lord. And, you know, um, the Bible also says that there, there's going to come a time where the Lord is going to command his servants to go out into the highways and the byways and to compel them to come into the house of the Lord. And we're living in those days now where there are, there's about to be multitudes of people that will understand and walk in salvation where they will be saved out of darkness into the marvelous light and the, and the servants of the Lord are about to go into the highways and the byways and just compel people to come in and fill up the Lord's house. We're about to live in exciting times. We're, we're going to live in, we're living right now where there's a, the, one of the grandest stages that has ever taken place is about to take place where most, like I said, multitudes are about to come in. So the Lord is building up a strong house. And when I, when I say strong house, I'm not talking about a, a particular, ho particular house, rather than I'm talking about a particular people. Uh, you know, the, the royal priesthood, a peculiar people that is being raised up right now by the Lord. A strong tower of people where the Lord is about to put his spirit upon the, his people in a mighty way. And there's about to, again, multitudes are about to be drawn into the house of the Lord. So, so the number one motive operanda of Satan in these days is to penetrate the wall of truth that is in, in the, in the people of God. So this is the question right now. Do you have a price is there a price that can get you to compromise uh, integrity and to compromise truth? You know, we're not the first ones that the enemy tried this with. When, when, when the Lord uh, himself came on the earth and um, right as he got ready to go into his, his earthly ministry, if you were looking, um, if you were studying when you have time, Matthew chapter 4, where the Holy Spirit um, led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And the devil tried to tempt Jesus in scripture, it says three times. But I want to look at that last time where he, he, he took him up into an exceeding high mountain 
and showed him all the kingdoms of the earth, showed him all, all the kingdoms in all their glory and in all their splendor. And he said that if you bow down to me, I will give you these things. Now, foolish of him that he didn't know that the, the Lord himself came to the earth to get those things anyway. So, so, so he couldn't give them to him. He came to, to, to humble himself under the mighty hand of God that he may walk, that he may be manifested in the flesh. God may be manifested in the flesh and have these things anyway. But the enemy always tries to get God's people to bow down and to show them false glory. And the reason I'm saying false glory is that, you know, splendor on this earth without the Lord is a false glory. But yet it is a glory, but it's not the true glory. And so the enemy wants the people of God to bow down to this false glory. And, and, and it doesn't matter how long you've been saved, how long you've been walking in integrity. You can be a businessman that is, that is known in the community as a man of integrity, a man of high standards, a man that will not compromise truth, a man that when whenever somebody wants to go to you to, to find truth, they are sent to you. And so the enemy is looking for you in these days. You know, let me say this. In these days and times, people are not necessarily looking for the most gifted and the most talented people. This world is weak of authentic leadership. And so now God is raising up authentic leadership in the earth. The earth is yearning for leaders. You don't have to be the most talented and the most gifted amongst the, even the people that you lead. You just have to have the strong ability and the righteousness and the integrity to lead. Now, who can lead? Everybody can lead. Everybody has the ability to learn leadership. And it's not leadership in the way we think of it. We can lead by, uh, by our character, by the way we carry ourselves, by the way we walk in integrity. And so the enemy is looking at this in these days and times to say, do you have a price? Is there something that I can do to get you to compromise your, the truth that you walk in? And he's, and he's doing it left and right, people. There are people that has been married for 25 and 30 years and even more. And marriages are falling apart because the enemy has exploited the weaknesses. And he's exploited the weaknesses in a time where we may be weak and he sent somebody to, uh, to us to compromise truth. And so right now, do you have a price? Is there something inside of you? Because you know what? The you that don't no one see but you, the you that you are all the time, that's the real you. Because, you know, a lot of times we can stand before people and, and uh, we can portray ourselves to be a certain way. You know, when, the, when in uh, Matthew, it may have been 15 or 16, when Jesus went to the disciples and he said, to, who do men say that I am? And then they said, some say that Elijah and some say that the prophet. And then Peter said that you are the son of God. And he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Well, in these days and times, the Lord is asking us to examine ourselves. Who are you? Who are you really? Are you really what you portray yourself to be, or are you? He's and he's saying this to you and I. 
are you really what you portray yourself to be or are you is it just a facade? Because in these days, the enemy can penetrate the facade. And even in and even if there's a facade, he knows that within that facade, there is a price. You know, I'm reminded um, back in the um, 80s, uh, there was a movie uh, called The Indecent Proposal uh, with Demi Moore. Demi Moore was the actress and her husband in the movie was Woody Harrison and this um, wealthy businessman, Robert Redford. Robert Redford offered Woody Harrison a million dollars for his wife to spend one night with him. Now, I, Woody Harrison, I don't think he really wanted to do this, but Demi Moore was telling him that we could use the money. And so the enemy right now, <laughs> to draw a parallel, the enemy in these times, he's trying to explore weaknesses. This is almost if a man will go to a woman and say this, um, if you sleep with me, I would give you a million dollars. Will you sleep with me for a million dollars? And the woman would say, well, well, uh, let me think about it. Well, you know what? In the moment that she begins to think about it, she she really has a price. So if she says, well, well, let me think about it. So she's being tempted with a price at this point. And so she she comes back and she said, you know, for a million dollars, you know what? I, I believe I believe I will. I believe I will sleep with you for a million dollars. Then he comes back and says, okay, what about a half a million? What about, you know, what about a half a million? She said, wait a minute now. I thought you said a million. He said, well, you know, I did say a million. But now I'm saying a half a million. Uh, okay, okay, half a million. Let me think about it. Okay, half a million. I think I will. I, you know what? I think I will sleep with you for a half a million. Okay, okay. He said, okay, okay. Uh, what about, what about, um, $25. Wait a minute. $25? What do you take me to be? Well, you know what? I already have determined at this point what you are. We're just negotiating the price. And now I done figured out that you do have one. So so when the enemy comes to you, when he, when he comes to you in this season, do you have a price? Is there something that can be compromised because you know what? We all have good days and bad days. And let's be, let's be uh, abundantly honest here. We all um, go through times of temptation. It's not a sin to be tempted. It's a sin to fall for temptation. So, you know, you can be uh, married to somebody and she's been sick for a long time. And, you know, things are not like it was when you first got married and and, 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 you, and you, you, you just need somebody and somebody beautiful comes along or you can live in a house of strife where there's arguing in your house every, every night. And, uh, and then somebody on the job, she comes along and, you know, where you're not getting the respect that you used to get from your wife or you're not getting the respect that you've never gotten from your wife. And this woman gives you all kinds of respect. But you stood before the Lord and made a covenant with the Lord and your wife, that uh, for better or worse, this is the one that you will be with. And I know this, this can be difficult, but then these are real scenarios where the enemy will come and say, well, you know what? Do you have a price uh, if for, the, for the price of uh, getting the respect? Will you compromise your integrity? Uh, if, if, if I bring this beautiful woman before you, if I everything that you ever dreamed about that you never 
ever had at home. Uh, she does the thing that your wife would never do. Uh, the things that you've always fantasized about, but your wife never do these things. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make your dreams come true. Do you have a price? So at this point, you have to make a decision. Do I, will I stand in this moment of temptation? Oh, you know, it could be a husband. It could be, I mean, it could be a man on the job where he gives you all kinds of attention. Uh, your husband, he's, he doesn't give you the attention that you used to give. He gives you all kinds of compliments. He tells you how good you look, how beautiful you are, how your hair is beautiful. Every day he's giving you a compliment. And, and then finally he says, well, you know, can I, can I get your phone number? Well, you know, in days past, this would never, this could never enter into your head. You would never give another man your phone number so he can call you a day and night. But yet, uh, you've come to a time where you've grown weak or if there's some things that you've always fantasized about and you never communicate them to your husband. But the enemy knows the area of weakness and because he knows your area of weakness and he knows how to penetrate that wall, he sends somebody to you with flattering words. Uh uh, if, if I, uh, you know, if you give me your number, uh, you know, can we, you know, first of all, get the number and secondly, can we, can we go out for, you know, just coffee? I mean, that don't mean no big deal. It could just be coffee. We, you can just be a few minutes. Can I spend a little time with you? Uh, never before would you do that. But now all of a sudden you find yourself compromising. Do you have a price? For the, for the excellence that lies before you, are you willing to sacrifice eternity? Are you willing to sacrifice the good name? You know, in Proverbs 22, it says a good name is far above rubies. I mean, when it comes to integrity, when it comes to not just sexual things, when it comes to um, money issues, when it comes to integrity, will you sacrifice the good name for wealth and riches and rubies and sexual fantasies will you sacrifice the good name for these things these are the things that are on the heart of the lord right now he already knows the answer but he's trying to get us to look within our hearts to see you know the heart can be desperately wicked the bible says who can know it but the, as the lord begins to reveal these things unto us these are areas of repentance. These are areas that when these things are removed, we can walk into the full destiny that the Lord has called us to walk in, in even in these times. But the enemy wants to penetrate that wall. He wants to, he wants to, at this time, he wants to penetrate that wall. He sees what, he knows what's coming. He don't have full revelation, but he's been around enough to know when there's a move of God coming. He may not know exactly when and where, but he's been around enough to know. He's seen this picture played out many times before. He knows, uh, he knows, you know, he didn't have revelation, but he can, he can sense that something major is about to happen. Just as the people of God can sense it, he can sense it. So now he's trying to derail you by by pointing and, and looking at the price. You know what, what can, how can we know we have a price? Well, the things that has not been brought under the blood, the things that, um, you know, there are things that, that can come up in our spirit and the Lord will tell us to deal with these things. He says, you know, deal with that attitude or deal with this or deal with this area of rebellion. And we leave things, we leave these things Uncover. You know, when he told Saul, he says, I want you to go in and I want you to utterly destroy the Amalekites. But then Saul 
what he did is he went in, he brought back, you know, the, uh, he brought back the head of the king. He brought back all kinds of, he brought back animals and everything. And he, you know, the Samuel says, what is this lowing of sheep that I hear in my ear? Weren't you told to destroy everything, but because this looked good for Saul and he feared the people, he decided to go ahead and disobey the Lord. So there are things that are within us even right now. The Lord has said, utterly destroy these things because these are the enemies of destiny. These are my enemies. These are the enemies of purpose. And you know, that can be things that can be just things where, um, he will, he will cause, um, maybe a, a supervisor or somebody to rise up. It could be a, a husband over us and they can ask us to do things to submit to some things and the things that they asked us to submit to, they're not necessarily sent. They're not sinful things, but we just don't think these things make sense. So just because we don't think they make sense, we're not going to submit to them. So there are areas that we leave I'm under the blood because we refuse to repent for certain things. Or then you can be a husband and your wife has you know made a request of you, but because you are the man of the house and you don't really feel like this is an area that you need to bow down and I'm not going to show myself weak to this woman. So I don't, I leave these things. I'm under the blood. Well, these, the enemy wants to attack the things that are left. I'm under the blood and he wants to attack them. And he wants to, he wants to bring you to a place of compromise. The only thing he wants you to do is compromise truth. You know, it doesn't have to be completely on. It can just be a compromise of truth. And in this, then, and then this time, he wants you to compromise your integrity by, and what the enemy is coming to you now and, and saying, this is your price. I know your price. I know what your price is. And so in order to defeat the enemy, we have to make, have to make, um, have to have a made up mind. We can't help who we are around. You know, um, we're, we're living in a time where, sexuality is, is at its all-time high. It's almost like a spirit of whoredom is being released over the nation. And, and sometimes I, I deal with men that struggle with certain issues. Um, the pornography could be one of the issues. It is not a male issue because the, woman, the women uh, struggle with pornography just like men do. And, and the enemy uses sexuality to get us to fall into things. There are many Men and women of God, marriages are falling apart because of people falling uh, through, through the sin of sexuality and whoredom, even in these times. And the enemy wants to come to you and say, do you have a price? And sometime we'll, we'll say within ourselves or the enemy will say, listen, compromise in this area. Who's going to know it? Your wife will never find this out. <laughs> your husband, hey, your husband won't find this out. It's just a phone call. I mean, it's just phone calls. It's, it's, just, a, it's just a few uh, texts here and there. Or it's just a luncheon. He won't know about it. And so what, what, what the enemy wants to explore your weaknesses, and the Lord is pointing to you, and I, in this season, this area right here that you will not allow to be brought under the blood, this is the area of compromise. This is the price. 
This is the price. I mean, at, at what point can the enemy come to you, you and I, and we can say at absolutely no, no place will I allow this to take place? No, sir. I do not have a price. No, ma'am. I'm, I'm, I, I do not have a price. And, and when that door is closed, we grow in strength and power. But the, the enemy wants to exploit that wall that is up right now, that wall of truth. Because if he cannot penetrate that wall of truth, he knows right now that the kingdom, his kingdom is about to be dealt much darkness because the people of God are about to be used by God to go snatch people up out of his kingdom. And when they come into the kingdom of God, they're going to be filled with the power and all the damage that they did, just like the apostle Paul, when he was Saul of Tarsus, when he was killing people. Well, when he, uh, when he was converted, he wrote one third of the gospel. There are people that are out there now that don't even know the Lord that is about to come in and do miraculous works and great powers and great signs and wonders are about to be upon people who are pimps and prostitutes and drug dealers and um, un unethical businessmen and unethical businesswomen and and so there's about to be a shifting of the guard and the enemy knows that and he knows in this time you and I are the people that the Lord is about to send out with power and authority and the anointing and the power and authority is not for us to lord over people it's for the kingdom of darkness is not not to lord over us. So now, and for this dark canopy that's been over cities to be removed and, and the people can come into the marvelous light and the enemy knows that these things are about to take place. So now he's, he's fearful. And so now he's, he's now zeroing in on our weaknesses. And sometimes we can have weaknesses that we thought that have been brought under the blood and then the Lord begins to zero in or the enemy will begin to attack those things and once we go before the Lord and take these things to the altar, we know that we can get rid of these things and walk in the power and the authority that God is calling us to walk in. And so, so the cry on the heart of the Father in these days is for us to be free to walk in the destiny that he's calling us to walk in. But the enemy wants to know, he wants to exploit. Listen, do you have a price <laughs> did he really say that there's something wrong with you uh entertaining flirtatious men and flirtatious women it's if there is there something wrong with you going out on a little lunch date with somebody that's not your spouse i mean it's one thing to be friends i mean i'm not saying that men and women can't be friends i've had women friends just like I've had me and friends, but to be in a compromising position. He wants you to be in a compromising position. I have two, uh, two young sons, and the, the, the one thing that we talk about is when you get into an area of compromise, when you're there and you, you, you're standing there with your clothes off, it's, it's more unlikely that you're going to make the right decision at that point. So ahead of the game, uh, when you get up and when you come to that place of temptation, do you are is it already set? Is, is your thermometer already set on no? 
or is is it is it, is it left under uh, is it left undecisive? So that but do you really are you are we really walking in integrity? Who are we really? The we that is with us all the time. That's who we really are. And so the Lord is trying to show us even in this time not to punish us, but to free us to walk in the freedom and the liberty and the destiny that he has purposed for us to walk in. And so in this time, what he's trying to get us to say is, I absolutely, under no circumstances, do I have a price. And when we don't have a price, the enemy can't penetrate that wall. But when there's something left, left open and somebody can sneak and slither in the back door and get us to compromise and get us to do things that we never would do, get us to um, cheat on our wives, cheat on our husbands, things that we never would do. And you know what? And you know, there might be some people out there in, in this listening time that you've already done those things. You know what? Uh, all we got to do is come back to the Lord. All you got to do is come back and repent and return unto the Lord. And but but don't and don't be guilty at this time, but return and repent. And hey, let's get it started over again. But in this time, the enemy wants to know, do you have a price? And what the Lord is working on right now is for us to say, you know what? Under no circumstances do I have a price. And I can't be bought. And so I just like to encourage you. You might be uh, struggling in some things. And um, there may be a long time in your house where there's been you, there's not been harmony in the house for a while. Uh, you haven't had the love. I mean, we're entering, you know, me and my wife, we're walking in. I would like to say we're walking in revival. Uh, there's, there's some things that the Lord is working out. He's working out some things. And you know what? When he works out things, it's not always pleasant, but he worked it out. For the good, and then you go into a time of revival. A revival like it was in the days that you were dating. There are days we're walking in revival like it was in the days that we were dating. But in the times when he's working out some stuff, it looks like, oh my goodness. Are we going to be able to endure this? But if we can endure it together and pray together, and, and, and as a people, we can walk out these things that is hindering us, and if we can walk them out together, because the temptation in this time is for you to separate yourselves and not walk out these things together, not, you know, as the Lord, as he works at our salvation with fear and trembling, and when there are troublesome things that he's working out in the marriage, that he's working out in different relationships, and I hate for this to sound like just marriage, because it's not just marriage, it can be in, in any area of life where he's working some things out inside of you, and I can be this unruly boss, and the Lord is trying to work some things out of us so that we can shine in uh as the, as the glory of the Lord has been getting to shine in the earth, the whole earth is getting ready to be filled with the glory. And we're entering into a time and a season of glory where the glory of the Lord is about to be seen upon the faces of the people of the Lord. And right now he's working out those things. But even in the marriage, he's working out certain things. If you can hang in there together, if you can pray while he's working them out, uh, you enter into a time of, of glory and revival. And so I would like to encourage you to to uh, do not give up in well-doing. Do not grow weary in well-doing because th there is a day of reaping that is going to come and it's going to come soon. And so I would like to just stand with you as I pray for you, you pray for me. But until we talk again, God bless you and be strong 
in the Lord and know that victory is your portion.